This is the Full Range Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Alexandra, and in this space, we go all the way. Hello! Last week, we got to know each other a little and talked about the full range feminine and what the heck I even mean by that. But I referred a lot to feminine energy and and will do moving forward because that's that's just the flavor of my life right now is feminine energy, feminine leadership. But what even is feminine energy? I have actually been on so many other podcasts as a guest talking about feminine energy, my interpretation of what this means and how I teach about it, how I embody it in my own life. So let's get into it. It's so, it's so yummy, right? So feminine energy, it kind of has become lately like this hot girl buzzword, you know, but with anything that becomes sort of trendy, we see it get sort of twisted and contorted in some ways. So I'm going to talk about what feminine energy is to me. And it's important as I'm talking about this, or as you're ever consuming information about this online and posts, whatever, is remember that this is a belief system. This is not scripture or law. You get to decide one, if this, if this feels good to you, if it feels expansive to you and just know that, you know, one of the things that feminine energy is not, you know, I'll talk about what feminine energy is not before I talk about what it is. Feminine energy is not a set of rules. It is not the clothes you wear. It's not particular words that you say. It's not societal norms of femininity. It's not, it's not like, you know, you must do this. You should do this. You can't do this. You know, it's, it's not anything that we can stick inside a box or make super black and white. If your core is feminine, then it's like a coming home to yourself. It's a remembering. It it might feel unfamiliar because it might be something that you've been disconnected from or sort of uncharted waters. It may take practice, but it feminine energy isn't something that makes you feel less than or less like you. It should make you feel more like you. And like I said, when you begin connecting to this, it might feel unfamiliar, it might feel strange, it might feel raw, it might feel vulnerable, even uncomfortable, but it shouldn't feel like something that makes your skin crawl, you know? And feminine energy is not weak, okay? Softness may be a feminine energy trait, but softness is not weakness. In fact, I would argue that it is One of the greatest strengths to maintain softness in a world that is this hard and in a world that tries so hard to harden us, right? Feminine energy is discerning. It can be swift and cutting. It holds strong boundaries, right? So when you're consuming information about this feminine energy, whether it's from me or anyone else, you know, Tune out the the noise after you 
consume this information, tune out the noise and like digest it and figure out what's true for you. You know, feminine energy, like people always ask me and like, you know, when I'm a a guest in these podcasts or in other people's courses, it's always like, what is feminine energy? And like at its most basic, the most simplistic explanation I can give is that your feminine energy is what naturally radiates from you when you aren't fighting against the fact that you are a woman. Okay. Like plain and simple. It's not what you have or have to give. It's not a show. It's not a mask. It's not something that you need to chase after and try to attain. It is what you are underneath all the programming and conditioning and wounding. So a lot of connecting to your feminine energy is going to be more about unlearning a bunch of shit that got piled on top of you than it is about actually learning. And that can be such a fun discovery, you know, like who were you before the world told you who you had to be? So when we're talking, you know, feminine energy and the full range feminine, I like to call this also like the flavors of the feminine, the tastes of the feminine, the archetypes or expressions of the feminine. We have these concepts of dark feminine and light feminine. And this is an entire spectrum of energy. And in the sort of dark feminine end, we have things like, you know, the vixen and the slut and the huntress and the witch. And then on the other end of the spectrum, the more light end of the spectrum, we have like the maiden and the mother and the queen and the enchantress. And then we have stuff that kind of sits in the middle, you know, the oracle, the mystic, the lover, right? And you can play with all of these different energies. And remember how I said, you know, feminine energy isn't that societal construct of what femininity is. It's not, you know, wearing a bow in your hair and painting your nails and crossing your legs and not using the word fuck. That, that's not feminine energy. But we can use things like the way that we dress, different clothes, different lingerie, different music, different hairstyles to play with these different archetypes. You know, the feminine is expressive and creative. So we get to play and we get to play with all these different flavors. When we're talking feminine energy, (laughs) we are talking something that is cyclical. And I think this is where there ends up being, I don't know, so much confusion when it comes to connecting to this part of ourselves. So often I have women come to me and they're like, okay, I want to be more feminine or be more in my feminine. Give me a list, you know, a checklist. What can I do to be more? And it's like, as soon as we're in that energy, we've kind of missed the mark, you know? Feminine energy, you got to free yourself from the freaking shackles of linearity and realize that the feminine is just cyclical in every aspect of herself, not just in the way our hormones work, but the feminine is just this constant cycle of death and rebirth, of creation and destruction. It's, it's art. We are just constant peaks and valleys. And yes, our body leads the way with this, right? The cyclical nature of our hormones leads the way with this. But that is not the only part of us that is cyclical. 
I always say (laughs) the only thing consistent about feminine energy is its inconsistency. And I know that's really frustrating, but at the same time, our inconsistency is very consistent, (laughs) okay? And when you unlock the power of your cycle and cyclical living, which is something I'll talk about in another episode, but when we unlock that, like, you know, we, we allow that cyclical nature within us to lead the way in all of the areas of our life. And another kind of cool analogy that we can use for the cyclical nature of the feminine is we're like the moon, okay? The feminine is like the moon and the masculine is like the sun. The sun, it's like we know where it rises and sets every day. We know that it's going to look roughly the same every day. It's going to give off the same amount of light every day, right? We we know where in the sky it's going to be at any given time. We know that it's always going to be the same shape. And there might be things, you know, cloud cover or whatever that comes in front of it, but we know that it is there, consistent, shining, beacon of light. And then there's the moon. What the hell is up with the moon? Like you, you, you don't know wh- where the moon is going to be at any <laughs> given night. You don't know where it's going to come up and where it's going to go. And why is it always in a different place? It changes shapes throughout the month, right? It waxes and it wanes. And if you're on the other side of the world, it, its shape is literally completely different. The crescent is entirely flipped, right? But we love her just the same. You know, her her inconsistency is so consistent. And the amazing part is, is that it's actually that amazing, steadfast, shining sun that's beaming upon her that makes her glow. How, how cool, right? Feminine energy is so, it's so many things, but it's devoted. You know, and if you just let that word devoted, like sink in to the cells of your being, the word devotion or devoted, feminine energy is devoted to being love, not getting love, not attaining love, not chasing love, not even necessarily giving love to being love personified. Feminine energy is devoted to connection, to its mission, to its lover, to its business, to source, God, the universe, spirit, creator, whatever you call it, to fullness, to creation. Devotion is like the language of the feminine. Now, when we're talking feminine energy, we also kind of have to talk masculine energy, right? So feminine energy is yin type energy. And if we're talking yin and yang energy, right, you can, you can picture, I know we used to call it the yin yang sign, (laughs) you know, we picture, we picture that, how they work together. And there's a little bit of both in each, the yin and the yang. So yin energy, that feminine energy, it's receptive, it's passionate, it's nurturing, it's soft, it's playful, it's empathetic, and it is being and flowing. It's associated with the dark, the eros, the body, the earth. And I know that we don't always think of that. Like if I said to you, okay, so if we're thinking dark and light, um, you know, body, mind, are you, what are you going to ascribe to masculine, feminine? 
because so often we associate the feminine with the societal construct of femininity, people will associate feminine energy with light and with the mind, you know, the thinking, the thinking, <laughs> because, you know, we all have these minds that are going a million miles a minute. But that's not actually the case, right? That's where we're sort of creating or witnessing that disconnection because feminine energy is the dark aspect, the earthy aspect, the in the body aspect. And then the young energy, that masculine energy, it is giving assertive action and solution based. It's structured, it's disciplined, it's linear, it's logical. Its energy is doing and knowing. And this is the light, the logos, the mind, higher consciousness. And other than that sun and moon analogy that I used, I also use the ocean and the shore analogy. Okay, so the feminine is the ocean. She is rocking. She is waving. She cannot be contained. But she crashes up against the masculine, that masculine shore, right, that is just steadfast and strong and and there right and so these two this yin this yang this moon this sun this ocean this shore like they work together this is the dance this is the beauty right so oftentimes when you hear masculine and feminine energies being talked about we will talk about how women when they get kind of in that logical linear doing hustling grinding energy that is women in their masculine energy and people will talk about when um, a man is more connected to his emotions or is you know expressing or creating that that is him in his feminine energy now, if that explanation works for you, amazing, love it, cool, go with it. That explanation just doesn't feel good to me or work for me at all. Um, I don't think of myself as having masculine traits. And I was noticing that so many women were coming to me with like all this shame, like, oh, I'm in my masculine energy because I'm working too much. And it's like, you know, we don't create change from shame, you know? Um, and on the same token, if we're wanting to encourage men to be more expressive and in touch with their emotions, more emotionally available, in my opinion, the last thing we should be doing is telling them that that is them in their feminine energy, right? So the way that I teach this, the way that I understand this, the way that I embody this is that we have expansive energies and contractive energies. I see myself as a feminine woman and there are some things that make my feminine energy expand and just feel flowing and full and free. And there are other things that make my feminine energy feel a little bit more contracted, a little bit more stifled, a little bit more stagnant right? So when my feminine energy is contracted, that's going to feel like self-doubt, insecurity, fear of failure or rejection, being overly sensitive, perfectionism, people-pleasing, a need for control, difficulty trusting intuition, lack of boundaries, codependency, inability to let go, difficulty expressing emotions, hyper-independent, any of that, any of that ringing a bell? <laughs> so that's going to be contracted feminine energy. And this can be caused by 
you know, just this crazy world that we live in that has us constantly on all this linear logical movement and lack of just like creative flow and self-care and, you know, lack of safety, this pushing and striving for goals, constantly focused on the next thing while putting, you know, ourselves and our needs and our emotions last, right? That's what contraction can be caused by. Expansion is essentially the opposite of all of that. Feminine energy expanded is just like, you know, feeling, you know, secure in yourself and feeling that you are on the right path and letting go of that perfectionism and people pleasing, having good, strong boundaries, being interdependent and being able to express and explore your emotions. So how do we get there? How do we connect to that feminine energy that is innate in all of us, but that, you know, so often we kind of get forced away from or forced out of because of, yeah, really honestly, this, this crazy world, you know, your body, babe, your body is the answer. When we are connected to our feminine, we feel the sensations going on in our body. We can you know, commune with and identify the different emotions and feelings that are coming up. And we can really only do this when we're integrating movement into our life. And I don't just mean movement as in like, well, I scheduled my workout for 6 a.m. today and I'm doing this many sets of this and this many sets of that and then 40 minutes of cardio. Like, that's not the movement that I mean. That's amazing. Move your body, move your body, however feels good to you. But being connected to your body is taking a pause and being like, yo, body, what do you want right now? And if she wants to go to the gym and lift heavy, that's what you do. And if she wants to twerk, that's what you do. And if she wants to lay down on her back and kick and scream, that's what she does. And if she wants to have a little nap, then that's what she does. And if she wants to have a bath, that's what she does. You know, you get, you're picking up what I'm putting down. And along with that body connection is going to be the breath. Your breath is your life force energy. Your breath is the connector of your throat, heart, womb, pussy. And this is the flow that keeps the feminine energy within us available and alive, right? Your kitty, your pussy, when you deny her, you deny your feminine energy. When you ignore her, when you pretend she doesn't have needs, when you say yes, when you want to say no, when you don't ask for her to be touched or entered in the ways that you want, when we think of all that's connected to her, like our cycle and our womb as being an inconvenience or a hindrance, we we block that flow of energy. So connecting to her, honoring her, being in reverence of like this portal that literally is the reason for human life, okay? Expression is going to connect you to your feminine energy, your voice, your truth, your authenticity, your thoughts, your feelings. And when I say expression, I don't mean from an immature 
like princess throw a temper tantrum kind of way because I do see stuff out there about feminine energy meaning that we're just allowed to spew our stuff wherever and that whomever is around just has to hold it but when I talk feminine energy I'm talking about woman (laughs) I'm not talking about little girl So feminine energy isn't just expressing and spewing whatever you want, demanding to have space held for you and just, you know, projecting everything without processing it first. It's having that discernment and and using your processing tools and showing up in the world as a mature feminine that's working on, you know, healing her wounds towards other women, healing her wounds towards the masculine and yeah, being discerning with like who and what you share your energy with, you know? Feminine energy is, you know, in many ways, I think this amazing unlock to women just having, you know, my my coin phrase is wetter, better lives. And when we take the time and utilize our energy to reconnect and heal this part of us so that we're showing up in the world as our truest selves, which yeah, probably does look a little bit softer and might move a little bit slower sometimes. She's receptive, she's nurturing, but she's not without boundaries, right? But when we make space for that with ourselves, it also creates space for the masculine. And I'll probably just save that whole conversation for an entirely different episode. But, you know, there's a lot of women out in the world saying like, where are all the good men? Where are all the masculine men? While also having their own feminine energy completely contracted and (laughs) unavailable. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> and women love to say, well, you know, I'm not going to be in my feminine until he's in my masculine. And it's like, okay, well, we're just perpetuating the problem then, you know? If you are a woman, and I can say this like for myself, like I am woman first and foremost. Like, yes, I'm all these other things too. I am a a business owner. I am a coach. I'm a mentor. I'm a guide. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a girlfriend. I'm an amazing proponent in this world. I am nothing and everything at the same time. But before all of that, I am just a woman. And so if you are ready to just (sighs) like let out that big breath and stop fighting against the fact that you are woman and just allow that truth to like sink in. I am woman. And can you let that just be enough in this moment? Like even just for one minute, can you just let that be enough? Can you let that be your title? And so when these questions arise of like, how can I be more in my feminine energy or connect to it more? It's like, that's where you start, babe. Like right there, I am woman. And with that will be so much medicine and so much teaching, like just just there with that. And as we begin to uncover that bit of ourselves and show up in the world as that feminine version of ourselves, it does give space for our masculine counterparts to show up in the world in their masculinity too. But 
you know, sometimes you just got to stop battling what came first, the chicken or the egg and just fucking cross the road, (laughs) you know? So I hope that somewhere in there you found a little tidbit that felt yummy in your body. And like I said before, these are my beliefs. This is the way that I think about and talk about and teach about feminine energy. I have courses and classes that help you to uncover and dig deeper into this. For me, this information was life-changing. But on that same token, like you're allowed to use that powerful feminine discernment that is so yours to decide what of this lands for you. If there was aspects of this that you don't agree with, amazing. Now you know or are closer to knowing what you believe even more. And that's, that's all I could ever want for you. So from my mushy, bleeding, feminine heart to yours. I love you and thank you for being here. Thank you for being here with me. I love to see your tags and hear your thoughts and I am across all platforms as Amy Alexandra. I'm a life coach that specializes in feminine energy and leadership. I have one-on-one, self-paced, and group coaching programs if you are ready to discover more of your full-range feminine.